0: Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Shauna Eason about her Disney wishes wedding at Walt Disney World. I thought you guys would be interested to hear the story of how she chose her locations and how she picked Walt Disney World and, of course, how everything turned out. So welcome, Shauna.
1: Hey, Carrie. How's it going?
0: I'm great. Thanks so much for joining me today. I always start at the very beginning and ask how did you and your fiancé decide that you were going to get married at Walt Disney World?
1: Well, it's a, kind of a good story. I always knew that I wanted to get married at Disney from the first time I saw the wedding pavilion. I think it was about 15, but then we got engaged on the Disney fantasy. So it was an easy decision for us, uh, and then wishes just came along because of the amount of people we wanted to invite.
0: Now, how did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be?
1: There were some mixed reactions, definitely. I grew up going to Disney, so my family was ecstatic. And it wasn't at all a surprise to them. My friends know how much I love it. So for the most part, they were very excited for me that I was going to finally get married and get married at Disney. His parents, it was kind of funny. At first they said they were not going to come and they offered us their backyard. Um, They they came and they actually loved it so much. Every minute of it, they were amazed.
0: That's wonderful. Now, how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip?
1: I started off a little overboard and uh, created a Facebook event and invited the world pretty much. And from there, we ended up cutting it down to about 55 invites. We got 40 RSVPs and then it ended up being 38 guests day of uh, two a couple had flight issues.
0: Okay. That's a good tip though. Don't make a Facebook group inviting the world.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely.
0: Now, how did you choose your ceremony and reception venues?
1: A lot of research. I knew I wanted to be a Disney bride from the first time I saw the wedding pavilion, but I was 15 then, and I was 36 when we had our wedding, so a lot changes in that time, including your tastes. I've always loved the Italy pavilion, Uh, so we didn't want to do an early morning wedding, so we went with that as our reception venue and just kind of flipping through some of the venues and talking to our wedding consultant, we ended up with Seabreeze point and I went and saw it in person and just loved it. It was, it was perfect.
0: Now I have seen your wedding photos and it looks like you did not actually have your reception in the Italy pavilion, but in Norway loft instead, were you moved there due to weather?
1: Yes, actually we were. It, it rained a lot of the day uh, which didn't it did not move us from Seabreeze Point but it did move us out of Italy into the Norway Loft and I think it ended up being a blessing in disguise I loved the Norway Loft it was beautiful and the rain and weather moved out in time for us to still go down to Italy to watch illuminations
0: That's fantastic. So tell me a little bit more about what, did you already have some reception decor that they were able to move into the Norway Loft and which parts did you use?
1: So we did not go too deep into decor for either the ceremony or the reception because they were outside, but everything that we did have, they moved over to Norway Loft and set up there and the loft itself was really pretty. The carpet was pretty, the tables and chairs looked great in there. And we just had so much fun that we weren't really paying attention to how it was decorated.
0: <laughs> well, that's what you want to hear. <laughs> so then did you have a theme to your wedding or colors?
1: There's no real overarching theme except for the fact that we were at Disney. But Sleeping Beauty is my favorite Disney princess. So little pieces like my, my dress was from Alfred Angelo, the Sleeping Beauty version from, I think, 2016. We had table signs. And the sweetheart table was named the sleeping beauty table. And then we had done signature drinks in pink and blue. And again, had a signature drink sign that said, make it pink, make it blue. That's great. Did you add any kind of entertainment to your reception? Absolutely. That was one of my must haves. We had Mickey and Minnie. They came in in their lavender costumes because it matched my dress. It was the hit of the evening. Kids all the way to my aunt loved it. That's fantastic.
0: Do you have any menu items or cake flavors that you can recommend?
1: Yes. When we went for our wedding planning session, they brought us the cake flavors that we had decided to taste, and we absolutely fell in love with the lemon cake with raspberry filling. It was I was surprised by that, but it was amazing. So good that we had... It in the bottom layer of our cake and our top tier for our anniversary cake. And then when we went to the menu tasting, all of our orders were to die for. We had bacon wrapped scallops, the tuna tartare, and then we added the macaroni bar to the buffet. That sounds great.
0: Now, since you were originally scheduled to have illuminations during your reception and you did still end up getting to see it, did you add any other kind of dessert party for a
1: welcome event or a farewell event? We did do a welcome party the night before the wedding. We had so many people that were coming that were either in the wedding party somehow or a guest of a wedding party participant that we just decided to have everybody come to a welcome party. That way everybody could get to know each other and talk the night before. I added it kind of last minute because I got an unexpected promotion at work. So I contacted my planner and the assistant, and they highly recommended SAG OK at Grand Floridian. So we went with that just based off some pictures that they sent, and it ended up being so much fun because it was also the night of a not-so-scary Halloween party. So we got to pipe in wishes. Wow. Do you remember if they charged you extra for that at that location? They did. It was about $600 for the audio. Got it. Okay.
0: And do you have any dessert or menu item recommendations from that party?
1: Yes. Greg and I are huge taco fans. We celebrate Taco Tuesday every week. So when (laughs) I asked them if they could have a taco bar, they said, absolutely. We did that and Mickey pretzels with cheese and churros to go along with the taco theme, and then the chocolate mousse, which was really good.
0: Interesting. Okay, great. So for your wedding day, can you give me a timeline of how everything fit together?
1: Yes. Like I said, we wanted an evening ceremony and reception, so we'd have the day to get ready and not feel rushed. I started my day by taking my two nieces to Disney Springs Bibby Bobby Boutique where they just got hair and makeup. I pre-purchased their dresses. Then we came back to our resort, Polynesian, and photography showed up at 1 o'clock for us to start getting ready. We did getting ready photos in the room, and Greg and the groomsmen went downstairs to the lobby at 2.30 to take pictures, and then I went down at 3.30 and did a first-look shoot with my dad. Then we were all transported via limo to the boardwalk for a 5 o'clock ceremony, which was actually delayed just slightly because of the rain, but still we had plenty of time. But then the rain came back a little bit at the end of the ceremony, so we had to stay under the pavilion there at Seabreeze, a little bit longer but it it actually gave us more time to kind of have fun and take some fun photos from there guests were chartered to Epcot while Greg and I stayed back and took more photos on the boardwalk and then we headed over to the Norway loft for the reception and everything was done by 11 o'clock and the charters took us back to our resorts. And how did the fireworks fit into that we got to Norway just before seven and had some orders and some drinks. And then we took the charter bus from China Pavilion over to American Adventure and walked into Italy for the fireworks. We were over there for the fireworks and then got back on the bus over to Norway. And actually, talking about it, Greg and I did not go directly back over to Norway at that time. Since the park was closing and people were clearing out, our media guide let us go into Italy and take some photos.
0: Wow, that's great. Yes. So, when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects of the event where you focused your attention or your budget?
1: Food. That was our biggest piece. Food and beverage. We went all out on on the foods that we liked. We loved. And we wanted everybody to make sure they had plenty to eat. And the other thing that ended up being the best decision I made was getting the carriage. I had overestimated some other aspects of our budget. And we ended up with about a $3,000 shortage in our enhancements minimum. And it fit perfectly. So I called my planner. She said it was still available. And we went for it. That's fantastic.
0: Now, which aspects were less important to you when you were planning where you saved your money or your time?
1: The decorations. We were had two, well, had planned two outdoor venues. So, we did not put a lot of effort into that. I had seen some pictures of ceremonies at Seabreeze Point where they had done just two floral pieces right there at the archway of the altar. And then I found one Disney floral show this one where they had this chandelier hanging down and just some fabric hanging down from that, so we rented that from them, and it just that just pretty much all we did was some flower petals down the aisle and and a lot of the floral transferred over to the reception, so we just kind of kept that simple.
0: okay, great, and Norway Loft has a lot of character with the wooden walls and things like that, so. It does. It was beautiful. Now, what ended up being your favorite memory of the day? Oh, there
1: there was a tie for me. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, you know, I mentioned adding the carriage once we found that that room in the budget for it. Well, I decided to keep it a surprise and didn't tell anybody. And I surprised my niece, my oldest niece, by letting her ride in it with me down to the ceremony. So walking out... To the courtyard there at the boardwalk she noticed it and said hey look at that isn't that neat and I said wow it it." you know I said should I ask them if we can ride in it and she said no I bet that's expensive <laughs> <laughs> at that moment I just said surprise and she I thought she was going to cry it was a very magical moment oh, that's awesome then later after the ceremony when They transported everybody but Greg and I over to the pre-reception, and he and I took pictures on the boardwalk. It felt truly like a fairy tale because it it had been raining, you know, my dress was getting all wet from the boardwalk, but it was so much fun. We just played and took some amazing pictures on the boardwalk. That's wonderful.
0: Did anything go wrong besides the rain or (laughs) just not turn out like you expected?
1: Really, it was just the the moving from our outdoor reception venue to Norway Loft. They didn't actually tell me until it was time to go. They didn't want it to ruin the ceremony or have me be any kind of upset. So them telling me at the last minute, I don't, it kind of helped me because I didn't really have time to process it. But like I said, moving to the Norway Loft ended up being a, a blessing in disguise between my planner and Mr. Pat, who was the, the head of the events team at Norway Loft, they made it the, the best night ever. That's so great to hear.
0: And that's an interesting point. I wonder if you could tell your planner whether you want to know in advance or not. Like, maybe that is a good idea. If you could say, okay, it could rain. Don't tell me until after the ceremony so I don't worry about it. That's, that's an interesting idea. I wonder if I would do that.
1: I was glad she did.
0: Okay. And is there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand when you were planning and then it turned out not to be?
1: Really, the only thing that I worried about was the rain, you know, weather. Were we going to get weather canceled somewhere? I think I would have been more upset had we been weather moved for the ceremony than the reception because we still ended up getting to go out there for illuminations. The the reception venue that we went to in Norway was was great so there was nothing that I could think of that just really didn't go the way I hoped it would or that just something that I stressed about that I shouldn't have great
0: is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now oh
1: yes So, and I I heard this so much prior to the wedding and in my planning process, and I ignored it because I didn't think it would be me, but I'm regretting not having videography. Interesting. My mom has a small video on her phone from the moment the carriage pulled up until the end of the ceremony, but that's really the only footage we have, and it would have been nice to see you know, my bridesmaids walking out, it would have been nice to see Greg walking out, my parents walking down the aisle, all these songs, you know, the songs that I picked for all of this. And I, I got to hear parts of the songs, but I didn't get to see the movement that went along with it. That's a good point. And did you just
0: decide against it because you figure you have the photos? And I know for me, like, I almost didn't get it
1: because I was self-conscious about how I would look on the video. All of the above. I thought I've got photos I don't know how I'm going to look in the video. What if something goes wrong? And now I've got this constant reminder of what went wrong. Um, and then it was the, the money. You know, do I really want to pay somebody else to come in? And it would have been worth every penny, I think.
0: Interesting. Okay, that's really good advice. Do you have any other tips or advice for future wishes, brides and grooms?
1: Enjoy every second. I felt like I waited forever for the day. And as the day progressed, I felt like it just went faster and faster. And now I'm, I find myself trying to remember certain pieces of the day. And, and I'm so scared that the memories are going to leave. So just enjoy it. Take it all in. And don't let anybody tell you how your day needs to be or tell you where you need to be and how you need to be on your day. It's your day. That's great advice.
0: Well, Shauna, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone considering a Wishes event or worried about rain and how their event might turn out on a rainy day. So I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much, Carrie. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, disneyweddingpodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions... Check out Carrie Hayward's Fairytale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.